Hey guys, welcome back to the Guide Life podcast. My name's Tara and I'll be your host today. So today we're joined by Michael Cullerton, an investment manager at Corecom, which is a residential and commercial property development company. So welcome, Michael, and thank you for joining us today. Thanks for uh, inviting me on. Happy to be yeah, here. Our pleasure. Um, so if you don't mind just telling us a bit about what you do, I suppose, and what your day-to-day like uh, life is. Yeah, so... I'm a graduate of the TU Dublin um, Property Economics and Valuation Surveying uh, degree. So I graduated there in 2020, just at the probably the the, the height of COVID, to say the least. So um, from an educational perspective, that's where I kind of got my basis with regards to getting into real estate um, investment, real estate development, and so on and so forth. And at that point, I had been previously working at a, a kind of real estate brokerage called HWBC. So there I, I was mostly in what is termed as valuation. So valuing commercial property, um, say for banks or valuing them as part of funds. Uh, and as part of that, I was actually working in an investment uh, department. So the investment consultancy part of that company. So kind of similar um Similar roles, although with valuations, you'd be kind of more working uh, alone, you could say, uh, more reading leases, commercial leases, uh, and interpreting them through the eyes of the law and then interpreting them through the eyes of the current market situations. And then investments, it's definitely more hands-on and people-based. I wouldn't say hands-on, but more, more personal uh, and dealing with people's money and so on and so forth. And... I was doing that all throughout my university university degree in uh, in TU Dublin, and that's the probably one key element of the TU Dublin degree is that they really encourage you to, along with your studies, to to kind of get out there and get into the market quite early. So I would say a lot of my colleagues, small course, I think up to thirty five of us, and we we are all majority of people were working during that, and um, sometimes it created some conflicts, but. All worked out in the end. And then, as I said, at the height of COVID, I, I graduated from my bachelor's. And like most of the people at COVID at my age, probably going to travel the world or go straight into the work. So I kind of did a bit of both. I decided to, to do a master's abroad in a, in a university in Italy called Politecnico di Milano. So I kind of found out about that for instance, out of a kind of passion or hobby it was urban planning and kind of architecture and taking photos of architecture and so on and so forth. So I decided to do that. And while I was over there, I was working, kind of working remotely for one company initially. It was a kind of a tech company and a real estate, a prop tech company that was, um, that was dealing with kind of listings on Daft and My Home. The, the name of the company is Love Property. So after that, uh, the role at Corecom got brought to me. I saw it uh, and I applied for it and you know, I was happy enough to do the interview with the, my, coll- my now colleagues who were scary enough on interview, but no, of course not, but they were, they were lovely on interview. So I'm there almost a year now. Uh, and with that, I started as um, an assistant development manager for them, working remotely. And then uh, since July, I, I went into a full-time role as investment manager. So that's kind of me up to up to today. So, yeah, all good. Yeah, well, some journey you've had. 
Um, and you were saying that when you're doing your internship at HWPC, um, you were doing the valuation, which would have been more so independent work. Is that right? I would say it's more, I would say independent work, but also, so there's different types of real estate valuations. So you have like hardcore method of valuation, term reversion, and then, you know, all of these different uh, kind of, of methods of valuation. But you're working in, a, I, for instance, worked in a small team. It was about four of us. So yeah, you would be working alone a lot, producing reports, um, contacting other agents for comparable uh, evidence. So that means basically what was the rent on that building? And, you know, you make assumptions and justifications based on what's happening in the market with regards to rent levels or or what you how you see that specific property or portfolios of property behaving into the future. So that's the kind of uh, the work you'd be doing. So I was there. I was young. I learned a lot. Um, there were there were good companies to work for. And uh, yeah, so. OK, yeah. very interesting, because I, I would have no idea now about any of this real estate. Mm valuation so it's actually very interesting to know um so would you did you prefer then when you came together as team or did you kind of like was it a nice balance like going off and doing your own thing doing your own research and stuff and then coming together and working together again yeah like really like an interdisciplinary team and working I would say Corecom now would be a very interdisciplinary team um and working a lot with people from different backgrounds uh and I would say that's the one thing that kind of put me into the position, you know, in the job role I am now, having engineers, architects, project managers, accountants, finance individuals, all essentially in one in one room, uh, you know, under the umbrella of Corecom and, 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 and kind of liaising with them. So that I would say, yes, there's a balance that has to be struck between working alone, like everything, but working in a team is, is really key to, to progressing as an individual. Uh, your career and, and and I think the company also so especially in in, in real estate um, yeah from my experience so far yeah no definitely um and it was great that throughout like during your college degree you were able to get such exposure which definitely mm-hmm. I'd say helped you to where you are now and I'd say definitely gave you a head start um as opposed yeah. to your like peers um and you did a master's in Milan do you think that was it ever an option just to go straight into the line of work or did you always know you wanted to take a break and maybe further your studies? Um, I suppose it was accelerated by COVID, uh, any decisions that I was going to make at that into the future. So because COVID came around, there was always kind of apprehension about what happens next. And I suppose I, I do like education and I think anyone that wants to progress their career you know, you have to continually educate yourself. Um, and, you know, Corecom will be, you know, there to help you out and, and really try and strive for a company that, that would do that uh, and, and kind of meet, align themselves with your educational aspirations and what the company needs from you as a, as a person. But I would say I, I would have always wanted to do a master's deep down. Um, but I was lucky enough to find a topic such as urban planning so the title of the, the, the master's is Urban Planning and Policy Design. Um, so I found something I enjoyed. And then moving to Milan wasn't exactly the, the worst thing in the world. Yeah, no, um, no. COVID, albeit tough, tough decision. You know, yeah, I can see that a lot more Irish people are, are moving to Europe to do masters, especially in the Netherlands and so on. So I think really should take the opportunity because you learn a lot more about cultures 
and so on and so forth when you get yeah. out there. So, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And even just fending for yourself and living by yourself. And yeah, yeah, you definitely grow a lot. Um, yeah. And your role um, for Love Property, was that quite different to what you're used to? As it was like more, was it more advertising based or? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. It, so it was a bit different to what you were doing at um, HWBC. Yes, correct. I would say it was a role that I learned a lot from it also. Like um, it was more advertising based and a lot more biz- like sales based. So, for instance, selling subscriptions um, to, to real estate uh, to companies for the advertisement of their properties on our platform. But um, definitely I learned a lot, you know, cold calling, for instance, is one of my tasks inside that company. Uh, and then also learning CRM, so like uh, customer relationship management systems, uh, as far as I'm aware that that abbreviation is. So, yeah, it was um, it was different, um, albeit an enjoyable experience, but, you know, happy where I am now uh, with regards to Corcom and, and yeah. moving back into to proper real estate and uh yeah getting your feet under the table kind of thing yeah so so obviously that is more so your passion which is great that you Mm. love it so much um but I suppose it's also a good experience that you encountered and you got that sales experience as well and as I was doing all these different things you kind of know you can tell then what you do and what you don't like well not Mm. that you don't like but more so what's more suited to you I suppose um and then I presume I assume that gaining all the experience then obviously you had such an advantage then at Quarcom and you were able to excel. Yeah, I would say like experience, um, you know, it's a bit of a cliche that like experience is so integral to like career development, but it really is like, if you can see things from multiple perspectives, like with real estate, you never really see the same project twice. Yeah. But you learn from the, the, the instances or the events that happen inside of a project and then you apply them to the next one. It's really, really like that. You know, you, you, you don't see the same project twice. Even if it's the same green field that you want to, to, to acquire, it's just not the same every time. There could yeah. be any little nuance that could create, you know, I would say create a challenge and then you have to just go and problem solve from there. So, you know, it's it's that's really the stimulating element of, of working in, in real estate. And... You know, it's kind of rewarding when you see uh, what you you, especially in development, what you, what you're actually working on become a, a tangible product that people may live in or work in or or so on and so forth. You know. Yeah, and you're saying there are some challenges. Like, what challenges would you encounter when it comes to property and real estate? And so, I would say real estate is varied as 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 i mentioned before we have a team of of architect individuals that we've more architectural based engineering yeah. based project management so you'd be dealing and finance and accountancy uh, and so on so you would deal with issues with regards to planning so planning is essentially a legal uh a legal issue so like you know cities or or counties create mass like create development plans and then inside of that you have to act in a certain way to do a certain type of development. So sometimes it's up, up to interpretation from the company and the better you are able to interpret it, interpret these things, the better company you are and the more resources that you can, can pull, pull on. Um, and then, yeah, legal issues also, you know, 
real estate is founded in in, in legal in, in in the legal system yeah so from acquisition it's a legal thing from appointments of contractors it's a legal thing so yeah. it's um it's far more varied than than people probably anticipate um and and really that's why you know i enjoy that and i that's why a master's in two different kind of disciplines semi-related i think has been advantageous for me yeah. um you know yeah you definitely get to see it both sides and what other yeah. aspects there is um so do you mind then just going into more detail then as opposed to what your role exactly is amongst this team of like individuals who all have obviously very different roles but you all come together so i work with um you know a small team uh of us so i would work on mainly like investment acquisition or development like development appraisals so you know we work with people from high net worth individuals large corporate companies and then investment institutions ourselves uh, along with our own development you know uh, development portfolio so you'll be doing appraisals so development appraisals um the, the term is residual appraisal and then you'll be doing cash flows uh to do that so you may have one one or one of them a day or one of them over the space of a week depending on how complex the project is okay. and then with regards to investment management you would be just looking at a piece of land or a property and you'd be analyzing it from the top to the bottom so who owns it is there any issues visible immediately with regards to the say accessibility to the property do you yeah. know who the owner is are they approachable um and then yeah looking at it from a legal perspective the planning laws around that said property so yeah. like you know a lot of it is a lot of it is research and you do work a little bit on your own but the second you pick up the phone to your colleague or you, you shout across them in the office you, you realize that they may have information on that project that yeah. you never knew and then that speeds up your research uh, process as well so site identification will be one of the main things that i'll be working on currently and you know um it's enjoyable and you're meeting yeah. people as well and yeah like yeah that. definitely it seems like there's a lot of teamwork involved um yeah. yeah and sorry are you based in dublin ireland do you do international Okay, so we have an office in Minute, um, and that would be the kind of Corecom HQ. And we also have an office on Herbert Road, um, just uh, just inside the canal, uh, down near down near, yeah, just inside the canal in yeah. Dublin two or four. I can't believe I can't remember exactly. But yeah, we're we're based mostly in Ireland, um, and we focus on projects mostly inside of the Greater Dublin area, uh, albeit our consultancy side of the company spreads spreads wide you know and, and and we have an ability to cover almost everywhere in ireland if if needs be but that would be our primary uh, geographical focus yeah and i suppose if you went any international it would be different laws and regulations would it it would be but the joys of real estate is that expertise carry on to any country and yeah, you know right. they, they they i don't know what the process is um but i would imagine that our company, you know, and, and many other companies like ourselves would have the ability to to work internationally. It's just whatever your company desires at that moment yeah. in time, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and you're saying that an acquisition, um, or even just like assessing a property, you're saying it take like a few days or like a week, just depending on what the actual project was. Um, like 
on average, would it be like a long process or is it relatively quick? You can move on from project to project. Um, you move on from project to project. It depends on what, what perspective you're looking at. It. Like, um, you know, you deal from projects that are just agricultural land and you have to take a very long uh, perspective on what that land will be in the future, depending on where it sits uh, inside of, uh, you know, county development plan. But all in all, things move things move slower than you think, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, from the financial modeling perspective, um, you know, it could take up to a week, but then you have to run sensitivities and different scenario bases on top of that. But, you know, I would say six months, uh, an okay. acquisition process may take up to, it could take three months, depending on if you have a willing buyer, willing seller and yeah. everything yeah. is a okay. But yeah. Um, as Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, because I, I do feel like people probably don't appreciate how long these things actually do take. Because, like you said, just because there's so many people involved on the team, you need to, I suppose, get everyone's approval and just yeah. make sure on the same page. Hmm. Um, and as an investment manager now, do you, what do you think the work-life balance is like? I know, like, recently there's a lot of articles about people can't switch off and they're working constantly. And what would you say your work-life balance is like for you and your company and your role? Um, I would say it's quite good. Um, you know, you work, I know it's kind of cliche, you work as, if you enjoy something, it's not really work. Yeah. I know that sounds cliche yeah, no, it's true, and it sounds like the thing, but when you find something that, you know, I did the master's in urban planning, so therefore, I did it more out of passion as opposed to, you know, trying to refine a career inside of that, that avenue. So yeah. I enjoy looking at cities. I enjoy looking at planning regulations and stuff like that. I'm not that boring, I, I assure yeah. you. But <laughs> I, uh, you know, I enjoy it. So it's not, we we work as hard as we want to. Nobody's ever going to come and say, you have to stay here until a certain time or really, you know, Corecom are, are flexible in that regard. And, you know, I think that is across my peers as well, the individuals that I know working in property, you know, we enjoy it. So we don't really have an issue staying late, but, you know, it's not every day and Corecom are, are good in that regard too, yeah. if you need to take time and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I suppose it depends on when you have deadlines and whatnot. Exactly, yeah. And it's a very deadline-driven, you know, you can really things move quickly when they want to move quickly you know that that's the way it is as as you said reliant on other people um yeah. things can have to happen very quickly at times yeah of course um and then regarding Corecom, just for like current property economic students i suppose and um, mm. do they take on any internships throughout the tud course or would they are they just looking for just like permanent positions at the moment so that's something I probably don't know the answer to because, yeah. you know, the, my seniors would, would be at. But I was taken on as an intern in, in oh, Corcom. Okay. Um, and, you know, I, I I don't know. I can't speak for, for the lads and, you know, I'll ask them. But, uh, you know, that's uh, that's kind of the moment where we are. You know? Yeah. Um, and so tell us then um, what's next for you and um, where do you see yourself in the next five years, roughly? Yeah. Roughly in the next five years. So how it works in, in real estate, we are, um, there's a professional accreditation uh, through the Society of Chartered Surveyors. So much like, you know, uh, an accountancy uh, exams. I don't think as strenuous, strenuous as a four-year program, but it takes two and a half years 
to complete your chartership. So I would, my aspiration would be to, to get that, you know, in the next mm-hmm. two and a half years. And then from there, you know, maybe I'll, I'll uh, you know, refine my, my, my finance skills, you know, maybe do some diplomas, uh, maybe do a, a CFA, maybe level one or two um and see how that works but you know really let's see how time progresses yeah. you know because you know I'm happy in my role now uh definitely would consider doing the the accreditation through the society charts of areas and then you know there's multiple other things you can do a law because because real estate is so varied having uh, a diploma in in say planning law or real estate law or yeah. conveyancing law is actually could be very beneficial to you yeah and, it, yeah and then you know as i said the cfa it could be very okay. beneficial based on the role you're in but five years time i won't be i'm happy anyway that's all yeah that's good that's all yeah. that matters i suppose yeah um well michael thank you so much for coming on today we really appreciate it and i'm sure our listeners are very well informed and inspired now um so thank you so much for coming on no problem tara thanks